0: You know, I've, I've found that the world we live in today does not necessarily promote the idea of sticking around through the hard times. In fact, in many cases, there is a promotion for the idea of just giving up and moving on to the next new thing, as it were. Instead of plowing through the tough situations and getting over to a smoother stretch of road. I'm not advocating that we keep ourselves in dangerous or perpetually destructive situations but that we consider all the options available to us when the road does get a little bumpy. To destroy or burn something to the ground is easy but building something and maintaining the integrity of that structure takes hard work and real staying power. The Japanese graphic novelist Ryokishi Nana has a great quote. And it goes, it is very easy to destroy something and very difficult to repair it again. Magic is much the same way. Magic that destroys and kills is very simple to master. Weak beings who fall victim to the temptations of easy power, therefore, grow lax in their study of true magic. The true magic is the ability to repair, the power to revive, that which calls back joy that has been shattered, that which brings back warmth To love gone cold. The world of humanity is full of separation, loss, and mourning. Everyone lives their lives seeking the means to evade or bear that sadness. But for a being with the power to endlessly regenerate any concept of destruction or decay no longer applies. That's so good. It's so good. That and much more, straight ahead. Stick around. ceases to amaze me welcome back dear listeners to the atypical man podcast i am your host my name is caleb a show that offers a sane person's thoughts on the state of our world without taking away from the amusement that crazy people provide us with you know i started reading a really great book a couple days ago checked it out from the library actually believe it or not and between things staying consistently busy at work, the day job, and the kiddo having been sick the last few days, I haven't gotten to dive that far into it yet, but what I've read so far has been amazing. The author is none other than the Associate Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, who is absolutely incredible, an absolutely incredible man and jurist, in my opinion. The name of the book is My Grandfather's Son, and it's been a very rewarding reading experience thus far, and I imagine it will continue to be one as I get further into it. The reason I mention this book um, is because Justice Thomas has been through no small amount of heavy shit in his own life, and the man refuses to lay down. He just... (laughs) just keeps driving forward. He's like a machine. Even today. Even today. Um, And especially after even after that circus that was uh, those Senate hearings, which were led by our current president, by the way, Mr. Joseph Robinette Biden. And yes, that is his actual middle name. Poor Joe. (laughs) His parents didn't even give him a chance, did they? Producer man. (laughs) (laughs) The man shot out of his mother's tunnel slide and into a world that would grow grow to um, question his very motives, his every motive. I'm I'm kidding, Joe. We're kidding around. I don't need the Secret Service showing up at my door with a detention notice or worse, a Biden 2024 (laughs) t-shirt. Anyway, I digress. Some people simply have no conscience or morality whatsoever. That's my opinion. And the individuals that went after Justice Thomas during that Senate hearing are proof positive that evil people who just want to see another human being's life destroyed not only exist, but exist in positions of political power and do so to this very day much to my chagrin it wasn't the charges they leveled at him um that created the most damage and and you can you can get this from the book or um the documentary it's actually on Tubi i wish i could remember the name of it um that kind of talked about his life and it was with him it was not hosted but it was led by him um justice thomas um we need to pull that up so i can so i can reference that i want to i want to give the name of that documentary out if it doesn't work let me know i'll pull it up on this side it's on it's on tubi it's on tubi i might be able to find it here bear with us ladies and gentlemen we're having technical difficulties created equal that's what it's called created equal Clarence Thomas in his own words it's on Tubi if you don't by the way if you're not using Tubi i know that it's got commercials um a couple of commercial breaks they've got a lot of really amazing content on that streaming service they really do tv shows movies documentaries they it's loaded up it's loaded up with all kinds of really good stuff and there's no charge they don't they don't charge for it um everything's paid through sponsors great um it's either two btv.com or you can put the app on just about any damn device you've got. So I would I would strongly recommend checking that out. Create it equal, Clarence Thomas in his own words. Um, but yeah, going back, the we were t- yeah, these charges um that they leveled at him. Um the idea that people can't get their heads around not the possibility, but the reality that Truly evil and corrupt people exist in positions of power to this day To those who think that isn't possible I I need help I, I need you to help me understand how You've convinced yourself that it's not possible And I'm not talking about political parties right now I'm talking about in general The House, the Senate, legislature, the executive branch the judicial branch. If you think all of these people. Are shitting rainbows. You're delusional. There are corrupt people. On both sides of the aisle. And across the spectrum. Of the political. And even business world obviously. There's no limitations. There's really not. Um, but. The charges that were. Leveled. Against Justice Thomas by this attention hungry aide, um, Anita Hill, were so vile and clearly made up that I struggled to even understand it. She, what did she say? It was something about that he was trying to, that uh, Justice Thomas, he wasn't a justice at this time, they, they were, uh, co they were colleagues. Were they working for the EOC at that time? Or was it Department of Education? It was still Department of Education, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, And he hired her. They were colleagues. Um, I just, I don't... This is why you need to go watch the documentary. It covers all of this. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way like I'm doing. And go down to your library or get on Amazon or Thrift Books. Or wherever you buy your your books from. And uh, take a look at My Grandfather's Son by Clarence Thomas absolutely sensational read so far and I'm only geez like I'm only like a quarter of the way into it absolutely incredible read but um, the charges that this woman leveled at this guy were so vile it, and I and mean, again just they're it's so ridiculous I can't get my head around it saying that uh, Justice Thomas had made sexual advances or comments towards her uh, Anita Hill and would try to introduce uh pornographic dialogue into their conversation yeah that uh that sounds legit that sounds legit give me a break give me a break and you know it's it's a sad commentary because especially nowadays even suggesting even suggesting through lies and deception that someone has done something awful even without proof or evidence to support the statement is crazy to me. It's crazy to me. Look what happened with uh, Justice Kavanaugh during his his whole cycle. I mean, they, they tried to destroy this man. They went after his family. They went after his friends. It isn't about disagreeing anymore. Ladies and gentlemen. It's about destroying the human being. And my question throughout this entire process has been why? Disagree with somebody. Debate them. I'm not even saying you have to respect them. But to try and destroy a man or woman's life, professional and personal In order to make a point. Or in order to further an agenda. Is so batshit crazy to me. I mean. The way some of these quote leaders. Act. They go berserk. It's like they forget who and where they are. And we elect most of these people. That's the craziest thing to me. But you can float any theory. You can suggest anything nowadays, and, and, and the worse it is, or the more vile it is, or the, especially the more controversial that it is, you can destroy a person's life. And this is what they tried to do to Justice Thomas. And the reason I'm bringing this up is the show today, I mean, originally was going to center around staying power. Which is just the ability to be able to endure through any situation. You've got people nowadays. And I will step into this camp of people. Because I'm just as guilty. Of wanting to throw in the towel prematurely. Or give up when things get difficult. Or when they get so challenging you're not sure you're ever going to come out on the other side. It happens all the time now. People getting into new jobs. They can't hack it. They quit. Or they just lay down on the job. You're getting into a new relationship. You're bringing all your baggage and your trauma in from the last relationship. So it pollutes the one you're trying to start. The new one. So you either throw your hands up. And say no I don't want this. I'm done. Or worse you endure it. And you're an asshole The entire length of the relationship Assuming it lasts more than a couple months or a year Now I'm not saying you should keep yourself in a relationship If you're unhappy or if you're not ready Those are extenuating circumstances And I can understand and appreciate that If you're not ready, you're simply not ready Or if you're in the process of trying to rediscover who you are and what it is you want in a relationship again perfectly fine vocalize that to the other person regardless of how new the relationship is my thing is if you wait too long and I mean months and months in or a year plus in and then you drop this bomb on the person who has obviously invested made an investment in you And in the relationship You're doing yourself and the other person A massive disservice Because all you're doing Is fostering More of this environment of Distrust And a lack of An ability To keep things Above board Again I'm not suggesting You keep yourself in a relationship You're not ready for Or that you simply don't want to be in Just don't string the other person along. Don't. And this can be scary for a lot of people to hear because some of you might be in relationships now where you're going, is this what I want? Do I even know what I want? Is this where I want to be in my life right now? Are there other things I want to focus on, whether it's my kids, my job, a creative endeavor, or just working on yourself? Because all those things are fine, by the way. You're not breaking any rules. But keeping everything above board is very important. And it's not something you want to just toy around with. Believe me, I know what I'm talking about. People can go way too long in relationships that should have ended a long time ago for the sake of keeping their family together or they were afraid of being alone That's not staying power. That's fear. Fear of the unknown. Fear of being alone. Fear of not knowing where your life is going to go if it's not part of that relationship. You follow? It's a roundabout way of saying, do the very best you can to be true to yourself. And I know that sounds like cheese. I get it. But it's absolutely true. Cheesy or otherwise. It's absolutely true. Knowing yourself. Is what's going to allow you. To want to get to know. Another person. Whether it's. A man and woman getting together. And starting to date. To men. To women. Whatever the situation is. Relationships have these kind of universal rules. And it starts with communication. If you don't have it. Get it. And if you can't get it. Stay out of it for a little bit Until you learn how to do it No relationship will be successful If you can't communicate And there's absolutely no way around that I don't care who you are, where you come from This isn't a scolding by the way I'm sharing some things that I've learned along the way That I wish I knew back then That could have saved me so much time And grief and heartache If I had just applied some Of these principles back then But As with all things we live and we learn We live to fight another day As it were And hopefully It makes us stronger Emotionally and psychologically As we go into Another relationship You know We start venturing around in that world again Which by itself is scary let's be honest You know I'm 40 years old. I'm no spring chicken. but And I don't have all the answers. I'm still learning every day. I learn new things every single day. And it's one of my favorite things. That's why I read so much. That's why I watch documentaries. Or watch movies or television shows with the more significant meaning to me that allows me the ability to learn about new things it's the whole reason, one of the reasons I brought up this book today because it's, it's an, an area that I'm studying right now that I'm learning more about is law and the Supreme Court because I realized how little I know about it. So coming across these books by Clarence Thomas and the late Antonin, Antonin Scalia have been a godsend because it's introducing me to a world that affects all of us. The law, whether it's constitutional law, business, family, it affects all of us. And what better way to arm yourself than to be read into something, be knowledgeable. Now, Jesus, I got to get these teeth fixed, (laughs) being knowledgeable about something so you can speak on it. I'm not saying you got to go to law school. Learn and study these things. Do so on your own time and in your own way. But arm yourself. It's the, one of the things I love most about books. It really is. And I don't, I don't imagine that's ever going to go away. That's why I'm a huge fan of that, that app, Thinker. It's, it's incredible. The way they just... They pack all of those... Cliff notes, if you will... Into a little summary. So even if you don't have time to sit down and read the entire work you're getting the hot spots you know what i mean and that's coming from somebody who cannot stand an abridged book because for me abridged has one powerful synonym incomplete i don't like things that are incomplete i like closing the i like closing the loop as best i can on these things it makes me stronger and it makes me feel more empowered when there's not something just dangling or hanging. That's why I'm not a big, I'm not a fan of abridged books. But the way that some of these companies pack all that information in for you, it's really remarkable. It really is. And with that said, we are going to, we are going to (laughs) hear, we are going to take a break and hear a little bit about Thinker. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. I promise. Are you a book and word lover like me? If so, you should really check out the Thinker app. T-H-I-N-K-R. This application focuses on bringing the best perspectives and ideas from the brightest minds. What they do is take primary insights from important documents articles and non-fictional titles and frame them briefly in the format of a summary this makes it easier for you to read the piece of information within minutes and stay updated this application helps you focus on factual matters and not distract you from secondary events so the things you learn from this application you learn well now if you're like me you're going meach how much is this going to cost me well i'm glad you asked when it comes to the pricing it uses two primary forms of subscription One is monthly, while the other is the annual plan. If you choose the monthly plan, you'll have a billing of just 10 bucks a month, more than a fair price in my opinion. To learn more, cruise over to thinker.org. That's T-H-I-N-K-R dot (music) O-R-G. Actually, you're not wrong at all. Uh, Show prep needs to get better. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Atypical Man Podcast. Uh, We're glad that you're here. I've been giving this some thought. um, Trying not to be too biased, but again, staying in the vein of having staying power. You cannot dismiss former President Donald Trump. And his very aggressive form of staying power. Uh regardless of which side of the aisle you tip towards in your politics, assuming you're even a political person, the man has Hutzpah. You got you gotta give it to him. Um to not take a line, but to agree with uh Mr. Brandon Tatum, who's got his own show now on the Salem News Network, Salem News Channel. Salem News Channel. Yeah, let's make sure we get that right. Former police officer turned political commentator. Does an incredible job, in my opinion. Incredible job. Was asking the question, I think it was on yesterday's show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yesterday's yesterday's show. Um, About whether or not he's in a position to endure, especially after the media shit all over him among other entities, and I I will say this about Trump. I was a fan of, am a fan of, his policies, how he got things done, but not much of a bedside manner. He wasn't exactly presidential, but there's a reason for that, folks. He's not a politician. Even now, after the time he spent in the White House as President of the United States, I still don't consider him political, but the man has staying power. <clears throat> Speech was way too long, in my opinion. Would it go? It was over an hour, wasn't it? Or right around an hour? Way too long. He could have packed all of that in to about 20 minutes, 30 minutes tops. That would have been just fine. And you've got dissenting opinions from both sides. Which is common. It makes for a great news cycle. And comment the People that dedicate their careers to political commentary, that's how they're paid. Um, Again, no problem with people making money, even in these situations. If you can be paid to deliver political opinion through commentary, do it. Do it. You're not hurting anybody. You're using your voice. As long as you're not one of these people that gets out in the street and starts throwing hands with people. Trying to quote get them to see your way I don't have any time for that But Get in where you fit in I guess is what I'm trying to say Um, This segment of the show Leading to the out of the show To the end of the show Is going to be mostly ad lib I don't have any notes prepared for this Um, Just talking to you like I would talk to anybody on the street But yes Yes president trump is a is a perfect example of staying power. It doesn't matter what the media says about him or to him. He doesn't care what they suggest about him or around him. He just keeps going. He's like that old energizer ba- the jesus christ Ener- energizer bunny I'm stone sober. Why am I talking like this? <laughs> There's a problem. <laughs> there is a problem. Maybe it would, maybe there'd be the reverse effect if I had had an adult beverage, Mr. Producer Man. don't answer that. Don't answer that. (laughs) The whole idea, the whole premise is to outline, in my opinion, the power and the long-term effects of having staying power. If you're in a job, and I can speak to this as well, where it feels like your soul is being sucked out of your body by the people around you, but you enjoy the work, you've got a decision to make. Possibly several decisions to make. You can lean into your convictions. We actually did a show about that a while back, dedicated entirely to convictions, and if you haven't heard it, you should go check it out. That was, that was a really good one. That one had, I think that one had more listenership than any other show, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to go back in the log and look, but I'm pretty sure people having convictions um, completely lost the thread of what I was saying. It's one of those days, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm glad nobody pays me to do this yet. Having staying power in a job is not always a good thing, because just because you can stick it out doesn't necessarily mean that you should. I worked for an organization at the end of my military career and after I separated. I worked in and around companies, organizations that were just dollar focused. And like I've mentioned many times on this show, I have no problem with people making money, none. But if you're not taking care of your people and morale is low, your turnover is going to be outrageous. You're going to find that you're recruiting less than type of people. Yes men or yes women that just go along to get along. And you're not introducing any creativity or... Independent thinking. I'm not entirely sure that's a good idea. It's my opinion, and I'm sticking to it. But having staying power is not always a positive thing. And that goes for jobs, relationships, financial situations. For example, somebody trying to keep a condo that they can't afford, or a home they can't afford, or a car that they can't afford. Kids are here to stay, folks. So, there needs to be a way found (laughs) to keep them fed, keep them safe, keep them clothed. Um, It's not something you can just toss out. Although, I guess some people do that as well, don't they? They give their kids up for adoption. Or they turn them over to the state Which is probably one of the most Horrible things a person can do But sometimes it's It has to be done I wish that weren't true Especially given What CPS has turned into What the state, you know social workers A lot of them, not all of them That's not a blanket statement Social workers have been given a bad rap in my opinion, but the reason for that is because there's so many shitty ones. Ones that just want the state to take over, essentially raising your child. If you're unfit, if they deem you unfit, again, staying power. Finding a way to make things happen, in your own terms, hopefully, and in your own way, To make sure that the care of your child is always your own. Under your own leadership. Under your own care. Please do whatever you can, ladies and gentlemen. To any of you that are listening to this. Or might listen to this down the road, even years from now. Please do everything you can to keep the state away from your kids. Nothing... Almost nothing good comes from that unless you find yourself wildly addicted to narcotics, alcohol, and you can't, in a healthy way, take care of your son or daughter. Do not involve the state unless you absolutely have to. I've heard and read too many horror stories to get into it now. You can do your own reading into that. It's all there. It's all there. But with regard to one's ability to maintain, again, the reciting tone of the show tonight, staying power. You can make anything pejorative. Or you can make anything seem pejorative, maybe I should say. I'm going to attempt to move this. Hopefully it doesn't make too much noise. I need to put an insulator on this damn thing. Yeah. It's not a one-size-fits-all. If your relationship is tanking, staying is not an indication from either you or the other person that it's healthy. If your job is bogus, staying power is not an indication that you love your job or that you should stay. Staying power in the sense that we're using it and the way that we're using it today means that look, if you're go if you're trying to jump a couple of hurdles while still processing past trauma or issues, look at the situation for what it is. If there's an opportunity for growth there for you, take it. If you need to go slow or move slowly, do that. And I don't care if it's a job relationship, whatever it is, move slowly. But don't just give up because it's getting challenging or difficult. If that makes any kind of sense. And to get that cough out. That was a big one. I'm not advocating for anyone to stay in a, re- in a situation or relationship that's not healthy. That's not what I'm saying. But just because you experience some bumps in the road... In a new job or a new relationship. Or maybe you are a new parent. Maybe you just had your first child. And you feel like you don't know what you're doing. Newsflash. Ladies and gentlemen. We all feel that way as parents. I had moments. When my boys were coming up. That I would just look at them and go. I didn't I didn't dare say this out loud. Even when they were infants. But you know, inside my head I'm going. How? How? How am I going to do this? I felt completely inept, I felt completely without, even with the help of their moms. Just having conversations at the end of the day when they would go down for a nap or go to sleep at night until they got on their routine sleeping schedule, just going, how are are we going to do this? And sometimes it was a silent understanding Like we would just look at each other and go. Yeah. Uh huh. (laughs) Which is fine too. That's perfectly fine too. There's nothing wrong with that. But trying to navigate through. A sea of nonsense. A lot of which you will find no shortage of. On social media. Of people just giving up. The. Road gets bumpy, and they bolt. Okay, well, at the end of the day, that's your decision. You're a grown-ass man, you're a grown-ass woman. If for you it gets too complicated or too difficult, too taxing, if your decision is to leave, fine. But what I'm suggesting is that you put that relationship or that situation under the microscope yourself with nobody else around and look at it for what it could be. If it's, if you've gotten to the point or if you're at the point in your life now where you look at a situation and say, I don't want any part of this, and you've convinced yourself of it, like I said, you're a grown man, you're a grown woman. Do whatever you feel you need to do. Try not to bring anyone else down with you while you're trying to work things out in your head. It's bound to happen. It's going to happen. It's an inevitability. And I get that too. I completely get that. Which is why I try not to make blanket statements about what you should do or what you ought to do. Because we're all different. We come from different backgrounds. We've all had different experiences. Some of us have had experiences that we feel we might never recover from which will affect every other situation in our life. A bad work experience, a bad relationship, unhealthy, uh, maybe is what I should have said. This is what happens when there's no teleprompters, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. (laughs) No show notes on this segment. Certainly no teleprompters. Do people outside of politics even use those, like other podcasters? They've got like the little they've got like the little banner that runs across the bottom of a TV. I've seen that I've seen that just to kind of keep them on task, yeah, which I can appreciate, but it also takes away from the authenticity of like living in the moment when you're just trying to deliver a cogent thought or what you're hoping is a cogent thought about how you how you perceive things, how you see the world, how how you negotiate certain things in your life. It isn't always a situation where there's some type of magic answer or magic pill. It doesn't work that way. And I kind of prefer it that way because it makes it more real. It's more organic. And I think because of that, it allows for the people that are like us for a more meaningful discussion, for a more meaningful dialogue. Not everybody has that position and I understand that. But again going back to why I brought up Justice Thomas's book earlier in this in this show. I love that I'm constantly being introduced to things in new ways and being given opportunities to develop staying power even when it gets difficult. I'm 40 years old. I've held blue collar positions since i was 18 i went into the military i was a heavy equipment operator and pavement specialist short of a very very short stint working as a government contractor all i've known is blue collar work even now the sales position i'm in now it's dealing with blue collar colleagues contractors, distributors, and I prefer that. I feel like I fit in more in that world. But it's not to say that me studying something like law and the Supreme Court takes away from that. It doesn't. The area that I'm studying, apart from the Supreme Court and the history of the court, is argument and negotiations. The flux on that was weird. Did you hear that? Negotiations? Not negotiations. Negotiations. You put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. <laughs> we need to end this show, dude. Now. <laughs> it's one of the things I love because I can be introduced to something that's been around forever forever. And the more you dive into it, it almost feels new, if that makes any sense. You can look at something like law or medicine, which is an area that I looked at after I separated from the military. I had, I had convinced myself that I wanted to be in family practice. I wanted to apply to uh, pre-med school, go to a school for pre-med courses, and then hopefully get accepted to a medical school. And become a physician I thought seriously about that for a number of years It didn't pan out and I'm, and I'm grateful for that Because it would have taken away From all of the things that I've learned along the way About myself and other people Having held the positions I've held In the industry that I work in So for that I'm very grateful To sum up and i'm grateful for all of you that have stuck around through this shit show literally <laughs> of a podcast <laughs> tonight <laughs> it was fun it was educational you're you're getting all you can handle what did seinfeld say on that episode of uh uh comedians and cars getting coffee you're surfing on a rainbow you're you're getting all you can handle yeah <laughs> I wish they had renewed that show. That was a really good show. The one they had on Netflix for a while. That was a good one. But again to sum up. Staying power. Is only to be used. Can be used. Situationally. Circumstantially. Depending on what it is you're going through. If you've got a couple of bumps in the road that you're dealing with in a relationship and you think that healthier communication can fix it, do it. If you're not dealing with physical or severe emotional or psychological abuse, do the work on the communication. If you're dealing with colleagues or coworkers at a at a job that you really enjoy but you can't get past certain people in terms of maybe... Improving the lot for everybody that works there. If you can't get around that, maybe it is time to leave. Don't force yourself to stay in anything just because you think you should or other people think you should. That's not what it's about. And pay attention to your instincts, they will be an incredible guide for you. If something feels wrong, And it feels like you shouldn't be necessarily diving into it. Look at that. I'm not saying balk the whole thing. I'm not saying jump and jump out of it. I'm just saying look at it. Examine it. And look at it for what it is and what it could be if circumstances were just a little bit different. I guess what I'm trying to say long term is don't give up until you feel in your gut that it's time to give up. And look for something else Because that happens too That's why the divorce rate Is as high as it is That's why the percentage of people Are in and out of relationships In and out of jobs Being decisive Is what rides shotgun With staying power In my opinion But again that's just one man's opinion So what do I know (laughs) <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we sincerely appreciate you swinging by for the show. Do not at all be strangers. Come over and see us at the Atypical Man TikTok page. We have a ton of fun over there. The viewership and followers are increasing every day. organically, slow. what are we up to now? About 120 almost 120 thousand followers, which is small time, small time. But we have a lot of fun over there. We have a lot of fun over there. We're going to do our best to keep up with more regular podcasts. Because I know I dropped the ball on that for a while. Uh, which is a topic for another night. That might be a show by itself, actually. Nah, bore people to tears with that shit. <laughs> in either case, I hope you and your families are well. And I look forward to the next episode. As I've mentioned in prior shows, and I will leave you with this if the app that you're listening to this show on doesn't allow for it, which I I think it does go over to anchor.fm. You can leave comments, you can leave voice messages, um, suggestions for topics. Do not be strangers. Um, I'd love for you guys to be more involved. I have so much fun doing this and I look forward to all the shows and topics that we're going to have in the future. So that being said, all the best to you and your families. Let's do this again soon. My name is Caleb, and you've been listening to The Atypical Man.